We back, Adam. We are back. This podcast was going so serious. <laughs> and then I came back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Where you been? Yeah, right? I mean, I've been here. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> Where I'll, you been, man? Like, every week I kept saying, Kevin's not here. And, and I was waiting for the personal messages to start coming in saying, Hey, buddy, Kevin's not coming back. <laughs> week in and week He's out. <laughs> I had Melanie here. You weren't here. Then you weren't here again. <laughs> Then you weren't here again. And I kept saying, Kevin will be back next week. Kevin it, will be back next week. All my promo videos on TikTok, I kept saying, join me and Kevin. I think at there one was point, never Kevin. you were in the basement somewhere. Not here. We don't have a basement here. Oh, yeah, I was in my office. Oh, that the was an office? The wood paneling, yeah. It looked like a basement. I'm telling my wife, you said that's what her <laughs> grandparents' house looks like, though. Oh, just that room. I don't know what the rest of the house looks like. I also learned, you know that feedback we get from our phones a lot of time? Yeah. Well, it goes through. So if you put your phone on do not disturb. On airplane mode? Well, I have do not disturb, but. Silent? Silent doesn't work because it still brings in the. Focus? Say I just put, then you hit do not disturb. Then texts and emails and all that stuff can't come through and it doesn't. Sleep? I wish Melanie was back here. <laughs> we had an intelligent conversation. You've been gone. I've been going. Yeah. We all been going, man. Did you say going or gone? Gone. Oh. <laughs> no, you said, you've been gone. No, you've been gone. You've been gone. No, man, I've been here. Right here. That's where I've been. You know? Because sometimes the weather is inclement. You know? You canceled before the weather. I did. <laughs> like, I would just be ready to call and so tell I, you that the weather's bad, but then you would send a text and be like, hey, can't make it. Ah. <sighs> But it just so happened that when you couldn't make it, nobody could make it because of the weather, except for when the one time we had a special guest. Yeah. It was a good podcast, though. I actually listened to the whole she thing. She was commented. looking forward for you to be there, but. Yeah, I know. It was kind of yeah. boring. Well, it was me. kind of, for me, it was like, made me like, so Kevin's not going to be here? <laughs> no. Really? He's not coming? <laughs> I guess you're the you're the star. Hey man, star's Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. You guys you guys did good without me. I mean that I I listened to your podcast with her and I liked it. Yeah. It was really good. It was really you guys dug in and I liked that. I, yeah. Sometimes in life we gotta dig in, man. I never I've never really I that's 
basically the first time I ever interviewed anybody. So, um, and it's also how I learned that uh, these have to stay close to your face. Yeah, you got to be right in them. Yeah, you right, have to. Uh, right um, in them. It's yeah, because okay. I did the one by myself the last two times, and I kept going like this, and it really affects. Well, one time you didn't even plug in the mic. No. So. I took after you. He did that for a whole yeah. podcast one time. I mean, you can only, we you can only blame me for so long because I, I wasn't there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I had one of these when I did, interviewed Melanie, and she's like, what yeah. is that stuff? You and Kevin it's for adults. always have that. Well, that makes it sound like we have <laughs> adult mean. beverages here. We have well, Pedialyte. I'm not going to show It's a free advertisement is. for Pedialyte. It's liquid death. Yeah, I'm not going to show that. It's not a 40 ounce. It's sparkling water. Yeah, just, I don't know what it supports, man. Tastes good. I don't know. It's, you know, the whole thing, liquid death, kill your thirst. Murder, I think. Okay, well, that's a sin. We're going to get into that today. (laughs) Hey, if I, if I murder somebody, but I keep all the other flaws, I'm good, right? Did you just read that and you're like, hey, I have to pretend like I studied? No, this. I mean, it's just kind of a good segue. Well, that's the end of the whole deal. <laughs> no, the beginning is, you know, you walk in here and someone's dressed all fresh and then. Yeah, and then I look like a poor <laughs> man and you tell me to sit on the floor at your feet. Well, I mean, you could, you could sit in the corner. Before we get into any of that, we should probably get in. We're going to, uh, last week I did James chapter one. Yeah. Okay. And this week I thought we'll do James chapter two. Dos. And then we're going to pop over into uh, Peter. I think that's what I got marked next week. And then maybe jump back into James. First or but second Peter. Who is James? James is Jesus' brother. Okay. Was James an apostle? Yeah. He knew. Mm. He grew up with him. You, well, that doesn't make you an apostle. Oh, did he see Christ after? Yeah. James didn't like his brother Jesus. Little fun fact. Neither did any of other Jesus' siblings. What? They were not fond of Jesus whatsoever. Matter of fact, they were not fond of his ministry. They weren't fond of what he was talking about. What? No. They were not fond of any of that. Who told you this, John? The Bible. John tell you this? No. John didn't. James said it himself. (laughs) He wasn't. And matter of fact, James and his other brothers... Which, did you know that Joseph had kids from another woman before he was even with Mary? See that? See, we think so much that we're not like Christ, but we're like his family. Um, yeah, all this... Uh, dysfunctional. Blended and yeah. crazy. and So, James and... Well, Jesus gave... Not Jesus gave birth. Mary gave birth to Jesus. Yeah. And she gave birth to James. And I believe, as far as I'm reading, those are the only two that she... Gave birth to, but James would be the one. Joseph, yeah. But the other siblings, they weren't fond of Jesus's ministry either. So they used to hang out in the back of the crowds when Jesus would be preaching and and teaching, and they would egg him on to make him look like an idiot. Like siblings. Yeah. They well. They yeah. They would they would try to make him look foolish. They because they didn't believe. So when Jesus was crucified. And when he was resurrected, he had a list of people that he wanted to see. And his brother James was on that list. He's, what is he, number one? He's probably, he's like, oh, I'm so sick of this. <laughs> said, yeah. Hey, guess what? And then James went, oh, oh, oh. 
See, my whole life, I didn't read into that. I thought that James, because there was an Apostle James, too. Yeah, for a while, I thought there was some confusion. But they didn't apparently had a whole, they didn't have a lot of names back then. So there was a lot of James, Johns, and then they changed it to Simon, and they changed it to Peter, and then it gets confusing. But this James is the brother of Jesus. And after Jesus was resurrected, and James was like, "Hmm, my bad. Uh, then he became one of the most influential teachers in Rome, in the Roman era yeah. as far. And he, he really is what helped shape and mold today's church. Yeah. So James's deal, his whole thing was he didn't believe that Gentiles needed to do the same traditions and the same, um, I don't know. It's not initiation. I got it written down here that the Jews did. So me and you didn't have to do what the Jews did to become like part of saved by God. Well, any of that stuff. I don't know why we just got to immediately go there. <laughs> I mean, that's just the one that stands um, out. So, so uh, after Jesus rose, rose, that all changed for James. And so that there was a list of people that he wanted to see. James was one of them. James became a influential teacher um that answers the first question though he is an apostle yeah he was a leader in jerusalem so he was a big leader in jerusalem um the jerusalem congregation moderating through the church council uh james taught the gentiles shouldn't have to go through every jewish ritual to be accepted and that was a problem for the jews they didn't like Jesus because he was already saying that. Now his brother's mouthing off. Mm-hmm. Not good. But he's he's like he was bold in his faith. He was probably one of the he was the most quiet and brave men known for his integrity and devotion. Okay, so he was quiet. He was one of those strong, quiet type. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the high priest <laughs> didn't like him very much, and they had him stoned to death. Oh, was he? Yep, mm-hmm. he was stoned to death. Well, I mean, With you look rocks. at you look at Jesus' cousin, John the Baptist. He had an unfortunate end too, and he was before. Yeah, well, he was just sitting in prison, and you know the what's her name was like. I don't like him because he's taking my husband away and saying that that's not good because I was married to his brother first, and this Baptist dude's like, you can't do that, and he's like, oh, too bad, I'm going to do it anyways. Maybe I should think about it. Maybe not, and so then. <laughs> The daughter's dancing at the birthday party and the the daughter's birthday party. And he's like, hey, so I'll give you half my kingdom ever. if you want it. What do you want? She's like, I don't know. So she asked her mom, huge mistake. Mom's like, you should ask for John the Baptist's head on a platter right now. Ooh, so he didn't want to look like an idiot in front of all of his councilmen. So then he says, bring me John's head. Sorry, he was my friend. Tell him no hurt feelings served it on a platter horrible but welcome to street smart (laughs) christian thank you for joining us we're glad to have kevin back um it's a little awkward talking to yourself in front of a camera but we we battled through it and uh a lot of um feedback i want to thank melanie mcknight from melanie mcknight photography again she gives us all kinds of awesome feedback and some of the stuff that she told us the only person that told us anything um, was that she liked it when we kept it biblical. Not the whole thing. She likes the entertaining part. She likes joking around and laughing. We need to have that as a body of Christ. 
but she likes it when we break down the Bible and we break it down through our perspective and we go kind of verse by verse through it. So that's what I started to do with James chapter one. Um, that's what I did the other day with whatever I went through the other day. I forgot, but, um, we just got done. We did our youth group back together today. Thanks to all those kids. Um, we're going through the E3 discipleship program with them. That's turning out good. See a lot of highlighted verses in their Bibles. I like seeing that. Um, that's really cool that they continue to study. We, this is the first day back and right. Uh, since the holidays, so yeah, since Christmas, time, since Christmas, so. we've, we've been blessed with a lot of moisture. Um, unfortunately that kind of moisture is the white kind and slows things down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll just let, it leave freezes, it at that. Freezes things up, freezes it up. Um, but Hey, we're here. We got a new background. We're working on, we're, we're really working on building this up for you guys. We got a new camera. Mm-hmm. The camera seems to be working out. I liked the footage that it put out last time. Uh, let us know what you guys think. The sound we're working on that. Yeah. I got some here. new lights coming in. Um, Lighting. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, I've been looking at different things to, cause in the summer, I won't really want us to try to promote this a little better. We're going to try to do, we'll do the Callahan festival again. Um, yeah. Simla has one too. We maybe drop in Simla and do that. Peyton has now Peyton days. Maybe we could stop in at the old stomping grounds. Oh and yeah. Do that there in Peyton that and invite cool. everybody out else out. Um, just grow this thing, grow it and grow it, grow it. We're really trying we're really growing our social media presence. Um, getting the word of God out there. We don't do anything disrespectful or, um, any political statements yeah. out there or try to we try to take your focus off the world it's for biblical, just a little bit biblical base um so that's what we're trying to do so if you see that your social media feeds are getting flooded with that it's because well i've had some time off of work and i'm bored so um i'm gonna keep dropping it in on you guys so be sure to like and share that stuff check us out on our website at www dot street smart christian the number one you saw street smart christian put the number one Dot com. The only reason, and I explained this to Melanie, that we have the number one is because when I set up our website, somebody already had the domain name Street Smart Christian. And they're just sitting on it. I looked it up, and it's not there. So come on, bro. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Ow! Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> um, I got better internet at home, so if you noticed, I've been really experimenting with our... Uh, with our podcast, the, um, the video feed, um, with different intros and stuff, eventually, you know, a lot of podcasts have the same intro every week, week in and week out. Maybe we'll eventually get there. I don't know, but I I'm like having fun playing it. I like mixing it up too. You never know what it you're going to get with us. Me I mean, every time. yeah. And that's kind of what we are. I mean, you never know what you're going to get when you tune into us. Yeah. Um, we experimented a lot last year with this podcast, but I think it's a new year guys. with some feedback from the one person that gives us feedback. <laughs> we'll go with that. And seriously, guys, PM, personal message, direct message, DM, email, streetsmartchristian at gmail.com. Hit us up. I got ZM. dust and cobwebs growing in that inbox. Hit us up. Say, hey, can we? can you guys maybe tackle this or hit that? And even if it's not an hour-long topic, we'll still try to hit it up. So um, if – I don't know. I don't know. It's this – you guys run it. You, and, you know, I appreciate – and I appreciate everybody that's tuning in to watch it. Just make yeah. sure you hit that like button. 
the more you like it, the more it gets out to everybody else. Yep. And don't be selfish. Like, comment, subscribe. share, subscribe, share the content, share the Bible verses, scripture, the gospel, spread it. Um, I started a Street Squad Facebook group attached to Street Smart Christian Facebook. So that group allows you guys to post content on on the Street Smart group that'll go through everybody's feed. That allows you guys to share your favorite Bible verses. Of course, it will alert me when it comes through, so no knucklehead things. Don't start any debates on political things. Let's keep it let's keep it Christian. Let's keep it loving. Please. Let's keep it Christ centered. But feel free to share your favorite Bible verses, your quotes, things like that. It'll come through. Um I'm not a hater, so but I do have discernment. And so we want to keep it keep it on the same track that we're going through. With that being said, we're going to go we're going to go through James chapter 2 and this is a this is a pretty cool one. I'm going to read all the way through James chapter 2 and then we're going to do we're going to break it down. In a segment that, first? Yeah, I'm going to read through it first and we're going to back up and we're going to do our Bible breakdown. I like okay. to think cuz when we do edit it, it's a Bible breakdown and then we spin around and <laughs> ding, 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 and it shows like a typewriter and like important yeah, you stuff. You did that with Melanie. Yeah, that, so I'm experimenting with those yeah, transitions. So it might be Bible breakdown with lightning or what well, I don't know. Yeah. It looked like almost like that show Murder She Wrote, like the mystery. Again with the murder. <laughs> you brought it okay. up. Okay. So this is a warning against prejudice. I don't know what yours said, but yeah. I know some of it's different, but it's all the same thing. My dear brothers and sisters, how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in with who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to a rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor, well, doesn't this discrimination show your judgments are guided by evil motives? Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in his in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you dishonor the poor? Isn't it the rich who op- oppress you and drag you into court? Aren't, aren't they the ones who slander Jesus Christ, whose noble name you bear? Yes, indeed, it is good when you obey the royal law as found in the scriptures. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you favor some people over others, you are not, you are committing a sin. You are guilty of breaking the law. For a person who keeps all the laws except for one is guilty as a person who has broken all of God's laws. Here comes my part. For the same God who said you must not commit adultery also said you must not murder. So if you murder someone but don't commit adultery, you still broken the law. So whatever you say or whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. Next page. Faith without good deeds is dead. Mm-hmm. What is, what good is it to be, to, oh, sorry. Hmm. I'm having a moment that the kids were having. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but it does not show in your actions, by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm, and eat well. 
but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is dead and useless. Now someone may argue some people have faith and others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see the faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened, just as Scripture says, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. See, so you see, we are all shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as a body is dead without breath, so is faith. So faith is dead without good works. Mm-hmm. Dang. Dang, let that sink in for a little bit as we dive into our Bible breakdown. Bible breakdown. Oh, we don't have anything good there. No, we don't. I I got to learn how to do that and I don't know how. Nope. That. Nope. Now we got to listen to this song. Shoulders, shoulders, bro. Oh, boy. So let's break this down. James 2, verse 1 through 9. Being rejected by others is painful. It's a painful experience, right? Being rejected by others. Do you like that? Has anybody ever rejected you? On them Christian, what is that, ChristianMingle.com? Does that happen every day? I don't know what that is, but um, I don't believe in that kind of thing. But um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, that's, that's real, man, because... Like I think a lot of people do that unconsciously, right? Think about that. Where like you walk into a room, you're gonna you're gonna go towards the people that you automatically say, "Oh, this person's wearing my favorite color shirt," right? If or, if next Sunday you walked in and half the church was the people standing in line at the Salvation Army, and the next half was all your brothers and sisters that you're usually fellowshipping with, yeah, which line would you pick? Yeah. I'll probably pick the Salvation Army line because that's where you will be. I think I'd make my my own line. Okay. <laughs> Being rejected is painful, guys. And yeah. what it, what James is alluding to here is uh, you're not above anybody else. So get off your high horse and and get back down to reality because nobody is higher than anybody in God's eyes. Yeah. In God's eyes, we are all equal, so we better start acting like we're equal. We can't be that rich guy with the rings and the and that's James is only painting a picture back then. The guy with rings and fancy clothes and stuff like that was a was a picture of a rich man. And a poor man and a and a modern man or whatever would have regular pedestrian clothes or dirty clothes if you were really poor. Tunic. Um, that's no, I, a I think, whole different story. I think we're not that in Ethiopia anymore. One of those things in there that really stood out to me was that you know, that rich man, that person with all the money, those are usually the ones that blaspheme God. You know, Jesus said it that to get for a rich man to get to heaven, it's like threading a camel through the eye of a needle. Yeah, and it's like those people are the ones that are usually like, 
I don't need your God. I got all the money I can have. I don't need that. And face it, guys. So why do we why do we why do we reach out to those people instead of the ones that are poor poor because it's comfortable faith, you know? Because I mean, face it, guys. We all want to be accepted. Yeah. Everybody wants to be accepted, and usually everybody wants to be accepted by those who are better off than what we are. So if we can get in accepted by them, maybe by some chance we'll be just as well off as they are. So it's just a never ending ladder. You just keep reaching for the sky and it never. So we all want to be accepted. And the only way to get that goal of being accepted is if we are, if we accept everyone, whether they are wealthy or poor or sick or, or homeless or an addict or an ex criminal. If we, if we stay just on one level, then it's always going to be that endless ladder of acceptance. And so to, we just need to accept everybody for who they are, where they came from, what side of the tracks they came from, um, with discernment. I mean, don't be foolish and invite, you know, the next Dahmer into your bedroom. Don't, don't do that. I like this one because it reminds me of Matthew five. Mm hmm. Verse 3, God blesses those who are poor and realize they need him. Mm-hmm. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Those are the people that we try to avoid, you know, the ones that are poor and, and the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Christ right. came here, died for our sins for that. Right. It's it's powerful, man. And that's just 1 through 9. Right. Second, James 2nd second, through chapter 2 pretty awesome exactly exactly um in verse three it says if you are special if you give special attention and good and a good seat to the rich person but you say to the poor one you can stand over there or else sit at the floor at my feet well doesn't this discrimination show that your, your judgments are guided by evil motives mm-hmm. i mean yeah it really does it it really does and that's what we're talking about you got to accept everybody you can't just accept the just the one, the one type of person. In uh, in verse four, James feared that the readers would behave just like the the sinful world by catering to the rich and prominent, while shunning the poor and the common. Yep. Because so, like I just said, and and James feared that, and James, he's talking about the church. He's talking about growing the church, yeah. and he feared that the people that came to the church with the fancy robes and the fancy dress are going to look at the poor commoners and treat them different because they don't have what they have. Yeah, they look different. And we can't do that. Different, yeah. We can't do that. In verse 5, if we go back, well, look up, since you're doing it on your phone, Romans 8.29. Romans 8.29. Mm-hmm. And this is why we shouldn't put anybody above anybody else. 8.29. slow typer that's all right i have it written down but you i know, wanted you to look it up because i you want you to down, be a part of this you podcast. down on me now bro <laughs> i knew you were a slow typer <laughs> way before you even typed 829 yeah um for those god for for new let me switch you this. can't read either <laughs> hey <laughs> you'll play that okay <laughs> 
For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. We're all brothers and sisters of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he chose us to be like Jesus. Yep. But you stuck up with your robe and your top hat and your monocle and your a monocle is an eyeglass that you put in. <laughs> and you come in with your oh nose all stuck up in the air telling us to sit at your feet. That's not what God wanted. He wanted us to be like Jesus. He wants us to be part of his family, brothers and sisters of what many of God's children. Yeah. Jesus was first and then we got to follow after him. Yeah. We're like his knucklehead brother James. Oh, the guy that wrote this. Paul wrote that part, but yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's a cool correlation too when you you look at Jesus. He's he was the leader of all these apostles, right? Yeah. Of all his people, right? When he was there. Yeah. And at the end, what did he do right before he was crucified? He he washed their feet. Yeah. He got down and washed their feet. He was the leader. The one that should be all dressed up and wearing monocles and, you know, the robes and all this and that. But he's there. Because they all looked up to Jesus. They put him above what they were, but he wanted, he to, wanted remind to remind them that they're, I'm, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm God, but this is how I want you guys to go on and wash feet of people. Do it the way I do it. Lead by, he led by example, man, and that's, mm -hmm. that's where it's different. Servant leadership, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see if I'm going to hit a couple other points here before I jump to verse 13. Cause that was a, uh, another big one. No, not really. So I want to jump to verse 13, a person who shows no mercy and compassion. So let me read 13 for you real quick. I can read it. Okay. You read it and then I'll break it down. I'll break it down. There will be no <clears throat> more, no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. A person who shows no mercy and compassion for people in need demonstrates that he will, he has never responded to the great mercy of God. Mm -hmm. God's been showing him mercy his entire life All and us. he's not responding to any of it. Yeah. So this is, this is the bad news. I'm going to go over what James said. <laughs> the bad news. Give me the bad news first. The bad Adam. news. Okay. So never responded to the great mercy of God and strict unrevealed judgment in eternal hell. Mm. That's that's you don't show mercy. Ah, I'm going to start showing some mercy. That doesn't, doesn't sound like fun, dude. No, no. A person who shows no mercy and compassion for people in, in need demonstrates that he has never responded to the great mercy of God. And as an unredeemed person will receive only strict, unrevealed judgment in eternal hell. Mm -hmm. mm. Y'all might want to start being nice. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hold the door. Let that person. James, James let didn't that believe person, it. And then he's telling you straight up. Let that person merge. <laughs> Seriously, that's a big one, dude. Yeah. Let the person Do merge. You want to know what? Can I be honest? So I don't really have, I don't have road rage. I, I don't either. And I don't. I've never necessarily... Do I get angry? Yes. Have, do I have an angle pro anger problem? An no, angle I, problem? Maybe not, but... Anglo-Saxon. You... <laughs> I, uh, I don't have... I've never had an anger... You know, I've never punched a wall. Really? Your whole mm -hmm. life? Mm -hmm. 
Me neither. I hit. Um, <laughs> that's a really bad time to take a pause. You know, someone. I was bad. walking out of a bedroom one time, and I thought I could be tough. Nobody was in my house. It was just me, right? And I was like, "Oh!" And I slapped the uh, light switch. Did you take some pre-workout or something? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I lost a badge to get on to something, and I oh, couldn't no. find it. And I was like, I, I was more upset because I thought I was going to get in trouble by my uncle, who was my boss at the time. Yeah. I was like seven. I was like eighteen. I'm like, ah, and I slapped Dang the light it. switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was basically just of, like that. <sighs> Shoot. Yeah. I'd, yeah. But I never hit nothing. I've never been in a fight before. No. Um, do I get angry? Yeah. Do I get irritated? Absolutely. But uh, the Lord blessed me with filters to yeah. process that a little better. Um, but I've been around people who have severe anger, pro- anger problems. And I have to. Um, I, I used to take it out myself, on people yeah. and. Um, so yeah, I mean, but you gotta, we gotta learn to show mercy. Yeah. How often do you think you show mercy? Quite a bit. I don't have a huge problem with, but now as of late, you know, I live in the middle of nowhere and there's nobody around me and I don't deal with a whole lot of people except for on a professional level at work. Mercy for even animals. But I'm, yeah, I don't hurt animals either. Like it's the same thing. Yeah. In your situation, you're not around like groups of people you know i uh livestock and i don't i just watch my father-in-law i should probably show mercy by helping you should him do show that, mercy <laughs> dang, dang. See, it's, it's really like easy to see like those opportunities that you miss yeah and you really stop and think man because i know i do yeah but i i try to always hold the door i always try to say thank you i always try to look people in the eye mm-hmm. and just like rich rick told us um learn people's names Yep. Because I, I, I don't know how many people I catch off guard when I say, hey, how you doing, Adam? And they're like, oh, hey. I hope you don't call everybody that. I do. And that's, I mean, 60% of the time I'm right every time, but <laughs> you not know, a lot of people are named Adam. One of the, he's going to know who it is when I'm talking about him, but he told me in church the other day, he was during the meet and greet, he, he met a new couple or scowl and. She shook his hand and said, "Hi, my name." And and I, I'm probably getting her name wrong, but it, it, it'll make sense. I said, "Hello, my my name's Chris Crystal with a C. Sometimes you can spell Crystal with a K." Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and he said, "My name's Keaton with a K." <laughs> and like she just like stared at him like <laughs> I didn't know there was any other way to spell. That is awesome. And he said it was. They just got kind of, to. Went on their separate ways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that would be like me saying, hey, my name's Adam with an A. Oh. <laughs> Is there any other way? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Sorry, Keaton. They called you out, but. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Uh, it makes me laugh. That's a wholesome moment, man, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Verse 15, 16. James illustrates his point by comparing faith without works to words of compassion without compassion. So we all know, like, you can read that and get really confused and say, well, I, I thought we can't get to heaven by works alone. Well, you can't. Faith can get you there, but with if you have faith and true you don't faith. show works by your faith, by true faith, then it's it's useless. It's dead. It's like just like you said. It's like showing comp- 
talking words of compassion without showing compassion. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like the body, you know, is here, but without breath, it's dead. The two work together. The two work. So your faith grows through your actions. And your faith is going to look huge to somebody that you show those actions to. If you just right. say, yeah, you have faith, just like he said with the whole, your brother and sister sitting there and they got no clothes, they got no yeah, food, that's... they got no shelter, and you're just like, well, stay warm. Hope you're good. I'll pray for you. And see you later. And you walk off and you give them nothing, then that's just a smack in the face. Yeah, that didn't warm them. <laughs> your no. words didn't warm them. And that, that is such a, a powerful visual, I think. Yeah. Because you can even correlate it to like, yeah, telling someone you'll pray for them is one thing. Actually praying for them, you know, actually taking the time out to, to speak to them, you know, for yeah. for Christ and say, hey, Lord, this person's going through that or whatever. And, and even doing some going out and going beyond that and saying, hey, I'm going to try and do something for this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where it comes, and you're not doing it so that they'd be like, "Oh, well, thank you." Like that was really cool. You, you're you're doing it because it's what Christ wants you to do, right? You know, there's no there's no reward. There is a reward in the end, but it's you're not doing it for that, right? Yeah, you're doing it because you got Christ in your heart. Yeah, but that's a beautiful visual because, like, hey, stay warm. Hope you hope you get full. And you just leave them on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't. Like, hey, you man, know, you need a ride? Can I take you somewhere? Can I buy you a jacket? Just like. like Let me buy it, you dinner, man. Like. Professed compassion without action is just phony. Yeah. Just words. Yeah. If you, you can say all day long that you're something, but without any action, you're just, you're just a, just a poser. <laughs> yeah. Using that word a lot today. Yeah, well, it keeps coming up. I think God's. Does God call me a poser? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> is God calling you a poser? I mean, mm. I flex in the mirror. Does that oh count? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that count? Yeah. Verse 19 it says, Orthodox doctrine is no proof of saving grace. Remind us what verse 19 says again. Verse 19 says, You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for for you. Even the demons believe this. Yeah, so what he's talking about right there, I'll stop you right there. And they tremble in terror. Yeah, I'll stop you right there, because what he's talking about is these, uh, talking about these high priests and these Jewish high priests. Yeah, they know the Old Testament, like the back of their hand. They know... All the, laws. the Old Testament. They know all of that they stuff. Great. Law. That's great. But guess who else does? The demons do. But guess what? They tremble at the mention of Jesus. Of Jesus. They tremble. So that orthodox doctrine is no proof of saving grace. Mm-hmm. You can memorize the whole Old Testament. And you can even memorize the whole New Testament. But if you don't put your words into action, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You can say that you know God all day long. So do the demons. You can say you believe in God all day long. So does Satan. You can say that you read scripture and you know scripture like the back of your hand. So does Satan. Mm -hmm. Probably even better than you. But until you put that into action, it means nothing. That's really what James is trying to do. That's what he's trying to shape when he's shaping the church. 
He's really trying to let you understand that if you, you can be faithful, you can be man of God, you can know the whole Old Testament, you can know the scripture like the back of your hand, but until you put your actions in front of your words or behind your words or whatever, it's dead, it's useless, it doesn't matter. Mm. You say it all the time. If you're going to talk about it, be about be it. Be about it. I did a hashtag be about it and Lucifer6675 started liked it. <laughs> be careful called, on social media, guys. You just called him out, man. I don't know if that's exactly the numbers and words. Well, close enough. I mean, I'm praying for you, brother. <laughs> I'm praying, sister, whatever you are. Yeah. I'm not sure he had a hood on with a white mouth. I don't know. Yeah. Not good. Those they they tremble at the feet of Christ, man. How many times? How many demons did Christ cast out? Like two thousand or something like that. And then they drown pigs. And everybody's yeah, they, like, you don't need this guy. Kill all our bacon. Get out of here, Jesus. Get out of here. He just saves some dude's life, and they're like, yeah, we don't want you here. And the dude's like, please take me with you. And he's like, no, you nah. guys, no. You go, you go, tell go them, back there tell everybody and you what tell them what I did. Because they remember who you were. Mm-hmm. And now you have no bacon. Maybe that's why Jews are so mad. They don't like pork. I'm sorry. No, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know why you don't like pork. It's... No, oh, was, because it was dirty. Was, they no, they looked yeah, at them as someone dirty. Someone was talking about this, how no, yeah. like nowadays you can eat pork. You don't have to eat it fully well done. Did you know that? Yeah, I know because so of all the stuff that they put in it now. But the, well, no, like like if it's good quality pork and it's not with all that extra crap, it's it's okay to eat. Well, do you, you do parasites. that? But that's what I'm thinking, dude. They didn't eat pork because I they're like they eat it too raw, and then they didn't cook it right, and then they get sick. And we'll go with that. But that's I mean that's not only is that wrong, but everybody <laughs> who is now listening to that is now dumber <laughs> for hearing it. Uh, yeah, probably. It's because pigs were the dirtiest and lowest life form. Like, the, hey man, they were smelly and dirty and nasty. No, I'm not, but that's why Jews. They, that's why they don't need it. You, you're discriminating against them. Man. I love pork. Me too. <laughs> I love some pig fat. I love love some it. Chicharron, chicharron yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Some uh, some Frank's hot sauce on them or oh, whatever. Dude, any kind of Cholula. Yep. I sometimes I like to put some cheese in there. Really? Yeah. Dip yeah. it in like a cheese sauce. Oh, with the nacho. Yeah, dude. with some salsa in the cheese sauce. Oh. Imagine weird. that with queso. That's what I mean, queso. Yep. Yeah. In America, I mean, we you, call it cheese yeah, sauce. Cheese sauce. <laughs> it's the sauce. Because we're I'm an American, and we're in America. I am too, man. Well, it's I debatable. love America. This is a beautiful place, man. Uh, what was I? Oh yeah, I was uh, speaking of because he always I go. I was looking at a picture of your brother the other day, and he he takes after your mom. Yeah, but your sister and you are just like your dad. Yeah, she takes after my mom. I had a so this off topic, and I'm sorry, Christina, but uh, I had a dream with your sister, and she got. (laughs) Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why? No. You think if it was that kind of dream, I'd bring it up on a Christian podcast? Yeah. Continue. She got my baby drunk. 
I got something like her. I don't know why, and I don't know why your sister was in there, but it was this long dream. Oh, your parents lived in a double wide house, which okay. I think they do anyways. <laughs> I think in real life, yeah. And it, and I think your dad was still in the hospital. Yeah. But I lived just down the street, and and it flooded, and so their <laughs> kitchen floor was like caving in. Yeah. And and I was trying to stop it from flooding. I don't know where you were in this whole scenario, <laughs> but I wasn't there. I just at, at the end of my dream, because I woke up and I'm like, I got to remember this dream. At the That's end crazy. of my dream, your sister was like your family obviously was around, but your sister was watching my daughter mm-hmm. and Wait, your thought it was daughter, hilarious that she got her drunk. older daughter or your younger daughter? My younger daughter. That's why I brought this up. If it was my older daughter, I'd have just been like, well, that's kind of crazy. My older daughter is almost 21. <laughs> like that accident could happen. Yeah. But not my 10 month old daughter. <laughs> and your sister thought it was hilarious. Like, oh, she just had too much. I'm like, what? And then I don't know what happened after that because I woke up. I remember being up. like, I, you know, like, well, that's what she does. She gets babies drunk. <laughs> you, like, justified it? Yeah, but she looked exactly, well, she doesn't have, I mean, she looked exactly like when she comes to church. Yeah. But, like, with her hair pulled back and. Yeah. But just, like, laughing at the fact that she got <laughs> my daughter drunk. That's weird, bro. I don't know. I don't know why. And that's way off topic, guys, but, um. I wonder what that meant. I hope that hope it's not a look into it's the future. <laughs> if if I get a if your mom's like, hey, can we get a hand? Our kitchen flooded. I'm like, take my daughter and leave. <laughs> or your sister will be around. If I take your hands off my daughter, <laughs> don't ever be around her again. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't do that because I can't put myself above your sister. No. I can't look down on. And her getting infants. Somebody needs to help. Their kitchen's flooding, dude. Yeah, you gotta help them. Yeah, yeah. Help how, them. how do you? How okay? How do you uh, express your faith with your works, your good deeds? What is something? What is something that you do that they would say? Oh, you know that makes sense. He's a godly man. Like I, I try to be kind, always kind. Like, do you do like, like last night in men's Bible study, we talked about, um, sacrificial love. Yeah. Um, do you, are you ever like, do you just do unselfish deeds? Like just do them because you genuinely want to help that person and you don't want any credit back for it. Oh yeah. I try, I try not to, I try not to be seen doing it. I try to do things that, that help. What do you mean I put on a mask? Or... No, just when they're not around. So you break into their Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I do that a lot with my family, you know, um, my aunt, my uncle. I try to I try to do things, you know, that I know that they're like, oh, man, I wish I could, I could get like this done. Like clean their garage like you did all summer? Well, I didn't ever complete that task. Okay. But, um, you know, like, I, I just try to do things. If I see something and then, which awesome is Jax is kind of the same way. Yeah. Like when we start cleaning, you can't stop. So it's done. So if we, if, if I, he was one day, he's like, I'm going to start cleaning. I'm like, what? Can I, can I use this broom? I'm like, do you know how to? He's like, can I use this bed? I'm like, yeah. 
then he's over there banging it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll go help him. So I show him how to do it, and then he's doing it, and then we start cleaning. And it's just like doing those kind of things. Not for, you know, like, oh, thank you for doing that. Like, yeah. no, it's just like we're just doing it, man. Like, you know, it's just trying to do those things that, especially when you know that others around you don't have a yeah. hard time doing certain things, too. I mean, I, I try to do that where I work, too, you know. And I don't, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah. God has blessed me with that, I think, where, you know, I try to do those things without, the timing is always perfect with them and, you know. I mean, we're doing it with the youth. We're doing it with the youth group. I'm, you know, we have the youth group. I have the yeah. youth group on Sundays. I do FCA on Wednesdays and I vol- try to volunteer all the time that I can here at the church so much so that people are usually telling me to quit. Yeah. You're going to burn yourself out. And I'm like, I don't see, I don't know how you, I do understand you need to take a break every now and then and you need to, yeah, there's limits. You right? need to decompress. You need to have time on your, by yourself or with your family. And by no means am I saying to ignore your family and just volunteer all your time with the church, but people are wired different. And I believe I was given a gift of service. So, yeah. Um, I like helping at the funerals. I like helping with family things here at the church. I like helping set up activities and events and youth group and, and everything that I can be. And I don't see how I could get burned out of it because it's such a passion of mine. But I do understand that you need a break every now and then. So I'm going to take the rest of the year off. So yeah. tough on you. Okay. I'll take all that. It'll be like six podcasts all year. I'll take this stuff home. <laughs> Sell it at the punch <laughs> Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Sell it out of the back of my trunk. But yeah, so but really, <laughs> what I think, what I really think James is trying to get across here is uh, don't put yourself above others. Don't treat anybody any different than the way you would want to be treated. And if you're going to talk about it, then be about it. Don't just, don't just talk about it. Be of faith and good service. Um, help others. Um, be there for people. Um, must be important. Oh yeah, that's Second Peter. See, False I write it down. Teachers. Oh yeah, then so our next one we're gonna go through Second Peter, so you guys can get a catch up on it and maybe uh, hit us up with some questions on the on the website or on the um, email. Or I am, and, and that'll all pop DM. up on the screen as I'm saying this, so we don't have to say it a hundred times. Or you can instant message. What I I am, yeah, instant message. You are what? What? You are what? <laughs> you said I am. I know. <laughs> instant message. We're gonna go over Second Peter two, the danger of false teachers, and I think that's a uh, that's a that's huge, especially for all the people that are new in the faith that are on the YouTube's. You wanted to push a book. Okay, get it out. The YouTubes? Yeah. You can go through a lot of rabbit holes of false teachings. Oh, that's so easy, man. But you, it's crazy too, man. You, they start off good and they look good and then like a lot of testimonies. Well, yeah, well, how there. does Satan approach you? He looks, he look. he tries to look good, man. He tries a wolf in sheep's clothing. Entice you. So we're going to talk about false teachers. Um, That'll be a fun one. 
Yeah, we're going to do that. We bounce back and forth with that kind of stuff, whatever whatever Christ or the Holy Spirit weight puts on our heart. Um, I really like this, you know, the study on James. So I think after we do false teaching, which uh, that's why I thought would fit in perfect, we'll go through Second Peter chapter 2, the danger of false teachers, and then jump into chapter 3 of James, controlling the tongue. Mm-hmm. which would probably be very important when approaching. We're supposed to call out false teachers, but probably a way to do it. Yeah, the correct way. The Christly way. A tiny spark can start a great forest on fire. Don't no, ever do that on this podcast. <laughs> I probably just glued it everywhere. Oh, my God. Sorry. It's gross. So, yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> this worked out pretty good. What else you got going on, Kevin? What do I got going on? Um, not too much, man. I've been spending time in Matthew, Sermon on the Mound, Chapter 5. Hmm. That was pretty cool. It's also in Luke and Mark. And yeah, but John. I'm specifically spending time on it in Chapter why 5. Is Matt, why is Matthew so much more important than Luke, Mark, mm. or John? Something is more important. It's just that I'm pretty sure you were pretty much saying that you were spending more time with Matthew. Why not Luke, Mark, and John? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't show up for a because month. I'm not trying to discriminate against Matthew. Okay. Yeah, but why can't you share the love with Mark, Luke, and John? I will when we get there. <laughs> Dang man, you drink all that peat you like. Yeah, I gotta restore. You know, I drink this after I work out real hard. It's probably a pretty good idea. How much sugar's in it? I don't know. It's Pedialyte, so I think it's mainly yeah. electrolytes. So drink this and then drink some protein. I have the Lynn gave me all Carl's protein shake stuff after Are he they, passed away. Whey protein or Yeah. Yeah, that's the good stuff. But she gave me like a he was ordering it on Amazon oh, when he was bulk. nearing the end of his life because that was supposed to be better. That's probably the only thing he could eat, too. Huh? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know the situation, but yeah. she gave me this huge box of insurers and nice. then um, that like two tubs huge of that is way. Way, yeah, that's the really good stuff. But my wife likes lactose-free milk and... well. You don't need milk. I don't like it with water. You ever tried coconut milk? Yeah. It's really good with coconut milk. I don't. That This is why you don't have any money. No. That's real bougie. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about looking down at people who are poor and dirty. You basically just said, sit at my feet. <laughs> I sit in the high chair with a coconut milk and protein shake. No, man. While you drink your dirty water and your lactose-free milk, I bust coconuts open and mix it. Lactose-free is way more expensive than coconut milk. I don't know. How do they get it out of there? I don't How do they take the lactose out of milk, Adam? It's fake milk. Where does it come from? It's no dairy. How does that? It's not milk. I don't know, but they don't have to chop a coconut out of a tree, (laughs) drill a hole in it, dump it in your tumbler, shake the powder up. It's coconut water, but it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's 
Okay, so they don't grind up the coconut into a liquid milk. No, they they do the the pulp. They grind it up and it makes the milk. Holy crap. (laughs) Coconut water is clear, bro. Nothing's clear once you put the protein powder in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Good job, by the way. It was snowing when I got back here, too. I didn't yeah, want to tell you because you were like, there. I didn't like that last time. I had to drive home in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to drive 40 miles to get home. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> it takes me 35 minutes to get home. It's a little bit less time than you. Yeah, you, by 10 minutes. 45 minutes for you to get home. <laughs> I don't (laughs) I miss this man Yeah It's been too long I know It's hard to do this By yourself Yeah No I get that And We're gonna have more guests too I don't know Melanie was a good guest I think we're gonna have her back Cause she definitely wanted to come back And do I won't be um, here for that (laughs) Then she'll never come back (laughs) I'm just She'll kidding. stop supporting I'm us. Kidding, we'll be um, here. Next but time, make sure I'll to check here. her out on MelanieMcKnightPhotography.com. And I think, I don't know if it's still going on, but if it is, if you can think about it, go to the uh, independent, the spring's best oh, of. Oh, yeah, the voting thing. Look up portrait photographer and may, vote for her. But um, Yeah, she's on there. I think you have to search her name. but Yeah, you have to type it all in. Did you do that? It's kind of an inconvenience, but I did it anyway. <laughs> We did it. Yeah, well, I did. I, yeah, and then she's like, "Do it," and I did it twice. Does it count twice? I don't know. I didn't get an email back, but did you put your email in? I think I don't know. I think you have to. I don't know. Okay, Adam didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, we'll have her back on because there was some things that she touched on and. And it's always interesting to get a female's perspective on what they're going through in this life. I mean, we're dirty scumbags and of guys. So <laughs> there's only so much. I mean, yeah. it's, it's true. Yeah. So we like to get perspective, but we'd like to have any kind of guest. And if Wednesday nights don't work with you, we can pretty much make something work. You have to wait till after somebody's on squatting. On Saturdays, yeah. It's my therapy, man. I can cater to anybody's needs, but... Now you'll be on the treadmill. Yeah, after I do my podcast. After you cater, now we're selling food to people? Okay, that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a guy I work with who likes to use the word reservation a lot. And every time he does, I'm like, dude, you're using that word wrong. I'm not taking you to dinner. <laughs> He's oh, so mad, and he walks out. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> he's just like, <laughs> oh boy. When he says it, he keeps saying, he keeps saying, I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep my reservations. I'm like, where, where, at the melting pot? <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's talking about reservations he might have had to go to a son's basketball game yeah, or reservations to concert, go to a walk. You're reserving time to do something? 
how did you grow how did you advance in this company or is it like a make a wish program I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, you know what was cool man we did like a big sister I did big a, brother program. A, a presentation today oh my I God. killed it I was praying the whole time dude I was so nervous I'm sitting there praying like Lord give me the words to speak and it that did great. The biggest portion. It was awesome. Yeah. It redeemed me, man. You said because uh, I've been three weeks off from this and Bible study and. Yeah, it was a good one. We it was a rest thing, but at the same time, it was a lot of stress involved. It was like I was just getting in this fog and this repetitive cycle in my mind. Like, man, I. We had to grab extra chairs. For Bible study last night, and everybody kind of had to scrunch in. There was no empty house. There was no empty slot all the way around. See, that's awesome, man. And Bob wasn't even there. (laughs) (laughs) What are you putting on blast, man? Nobody knows. There's so many Bobs in this world. Yeah, there's a lot of Bobs. He wasn't there. What about John? James. Oh yeah, James. What? James? <laughs> no, there is no James. What about Paul? Nope. Matthew? No. Nope. We had a we have a Paul as a deacon. You don't know anybody's name. I figured that out. Like, I figured you knew the group of people that sit around you, but you <laughs> don't. Because I try to talk about people, and you're like, huh? <laughs> they hug you every week. I'm good with names. I am good with names, man. <laughs> People are surprised when I call them by their name. Guess because you call them the wrong name. <laughs> I know. I'd say Adam to everybody. Yeah, they're like, okay. Well, yeah, Adam. And they're like, hey. uh, yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Anything? No, man, I don't think I do. Good. You're going to talk about it, be about it, bro. Talk about it, be about it. That's all we can say. Wake up, walk like Christ a little more every day. I'll praise don't be Jesus. ashamed of the gospel. Romans one sixteen. that's where we stand by here at Street Smart. We are not ashamed of the gospel. Um, if you're going to talk about it, be about it. God we trust. God. <laughs> he had to look at his wrist <laughs> to remember that one. And remember... As we're learning in church this whole month, you are not ever tempted beyond what others are already experiencing. Mm-hmm. He'll give you a way God out. God is faithful. You can't just go from the beginning all the way to the end and <laughs> skip the whole. Did at the beginning is murder? Huh? Murder? No, the temptation you're facing is no greater than what others are facing. God is faithful. He will never allow you to be tempted. Or the the temptation to be more than you can stand. And when you're tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. Escape. For, what is it? First Corinthians what? 10.13. Temptation is never more than you can stand. It's a good one. But when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Question is, do you take that route? Not all the time. Yeah. But what happens when you don't? <laughs> this is what happens. 
Mm-hmm. Not so much this. More. Why did you get shot? More that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when you take that route out. <laughs> take the wrong one. When you make the right choice. So, everybody going to check in with us next week as we get into Second Peter chapter 2? Yeah, guys. Start reading that stuff right now. False teachings. It's not good. You're going to know. False teaching is bad. You're going to know. Hit us up with questions. We're going to have better lighting uh, next week because I ordered some new lights. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> better lighting. We're just getting better all the way around. Check us out. Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. We have a Twitter now. I don't know if anybody even does that anymore, but. We have a Twitter. Wow. I have six followers. Wow. Need more followers. Yeah. We got 14 on YouTube. Nice. Thank you for all two of those people who listened for a month. That was one of them. You were one of them? Probably. Okay. Well, that one person. I know Meredith did because it popped up Meredith. Okay. Then maybe yeah. it's someone else. I said, do you want to like Meredith's channel? Meredith, do you have a YouTube channel and what is it about? Uh, uh, <laughs> hit us up on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. That bell notification will let you know whenever we upload videos to YouTube. Go to Street Smart Christian, the number one dot com. Sign up to be a part of the Street Squad and send your prayer requests. I put a whole thing on there where you can send prayer requests, and we'll pray about it. We'll pray about it on the podcast. We'll pray about it in our personal lives. Prayer requests. Sign up to be a part of the street squad and you will get all the alerts to, hey, youth group's canceled. Youth group's going. Maybe we're going to have a barbecue. Maybe we're going to have a basketball game. Maybe we're going to play volleyball. Yeah. Maybe we're looking for guests. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not going to know unless you sign up, sign up to be part of the street Strain squad. Up. Just following on, on Facebook's not enough because I've often thought about what if I stop putting the content on Facebook Strictly grow to YouTube. Strictly go <laughs> to YouTube. But I'm not doing that yet because I have confidence that you guys are going to help expand God's kingdom. You're going to help us spread the word, get the gospel out there, and get the scriptures into people's faces. We're not out there talking politics, sports, mean, hurtful things, stupid memes. It's encouragement, man. Hurtful things. We're just trying to encourage people, and sometimes seeing that in the morning or you're already on social media all the time anyway. So yeah. why not wake up to what we put out there? Yeah. TikTok. I don't know how I don't even do anything on TikTok, and I ended up with more followers. It's probably why. So now I, you go to my TikTok, street smart Christian number one on TikTok. It's on Instagram now too. I put a video on there. I played with the green screen. Uh. Yeah, but I spelled our website completely wrong. It says Strutmart Christian. Strutmart? (laughs) So, uh, it's Street Smart Christian, but they don't let me fix it. So, goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. We love you. Street Squad. Street Squad. It's good to be back. Let's pray. I'll pray. Thank you for doing that. Father God, we love you so much. We thank you for get the opportunity to get together. We know that it's through your sacrifice that we get the opportunity to do the opportunity to do that, Father. 
we ask that you just be with us each and every day and make sure that we keep that mindset that we're all on even playing ground. No one is better than the other. Father, we just ask that we can advance your kingdom. We ask that we can recruit more soldiers for you, Father. We ask that you use us as tools in your mighty toolbox. Father, we love you, and we ask that you be with everybody through this cold weather. We thank you for the blessing of the moisture, but we ask that you get everybody home safe. And it's in your name I pray these things. Amen. Amen. Goodbye. Good night. We love you guys. Peace. Squad. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>